We want to say shout-outs to our sponsors, Watchman Cigars, 1812 Barbecue, Blue Collar Cycle Shop, and Hook, Line, and Heroes. Without you, this episode would not be possible. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where it's our take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy. And you, the listener, are getting a degree in common sense. We are broadcasting from the Blue Collar Cycle Studio right here in beautiful Concord, North Carolina. We've got a great show lined up for you, as always. But before we begin, let me introduce you to the starting lineup. To my left, your right on the radio dial, it's producer Brian. Hey, guys. I'd be your host, Biggin, and how about you? And to my uh, right across the way is the pride of Anderson, South Carolina. Most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue one, 2020's Motorcycle Salesman of the Year, the inventor That's of the Redneck goal. Egg Roll. <laughs> Give it up on all mic number one. It's Mojo! TikTok and don't stop. I was just thinking about that last week. Do you week. remember that? Yes. TikTok Color me bad. TikTok don't stop. Yeah, because that, they had the, the one of the greatest valentine's song ever i want to sex you up i mean if that doesn't mm. if that doesn't oh that says it all right it's okay <laughs> we're, we're by the way we have we have a new cat here today yeah would you like to inter- introduce him uh we have uh ryan ray um uh is that right yeah you got it right uh, ryan ray the magic partner. man yeah and he is gonna uh be in studio with us here we're gonna try to get this thing lined up so that we can have video yeah with this, that's with, pretty cool. That's oh, right. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. So, about so it. Ryan, awesome. <laughs> remember Talladega Nights? We'll call Ryan the Magic Man. And oh yeah. And you're nice catching me. You, now you don't. Your catchphrase has got to be Abracadabra. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It. So we got Magic Man. Is that? Are we going to officially? <laughs> vote awesome. that? El Diablo. I'll do it. I'll Magic do it, Man. man. Okay. Like greeting podcast. Li- yeah, yeah. Greeting podcast listeners. Yeah. There you go. All right. Let yes. it be said. Let it be done. We have Magic Man. So we're behind the video. That's right. So we're all uh, basically the same generation, right? I think so. I mean, Ryan, unless you're a millennial. But uh, so when, when someone when someone says the word "stop," what's the first hammer time? <laughs> See, I think of collaborate and listen. So I think there's. Uh, I, so I have a theory. There's two schools of thought. Okay. Mm. In our generation, you'll either think stop hammer time or stop mm-hmm. collaborate and listen. But they yeah. both came from the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, this probably but, this yeah. within I, three I, years. Yeah, yeah. hammer really, was first though. Really, so hammer, hammer, hammer was microphone. first. Yeah, yeah. hammer if don't hurt were, me. Please, hammer don't hurt me. You really should have my mic. Well, no one told me. So we'll keep we'll keep swinging. Magic man, there will there will be a mic for you next week. Now you see me. Now you don't. Now you hear me. Now you don't. Hey, guys, we appreciate you tuning in uh, as you do every week. Uh, you can follow us on the Facebooks at Southern Fry Philosophy, our website, which is now new and improved dun, dun, dun. for your viewing pleasure and listening pleasure. Um, you can go there at southernfryphilosophy.com. Uh, Webmarize did a great job. Uh, Biggin did a great job of, uh, I guess, telling him what he wanted. I Basically, guess. Okay. I said, I want, I want it cleaner, easier. Crisper. To, crisper. Yeah. I yeah. should probably go look at it sometime like I'm soon. Eating. Yeah. Well, it looks good, and uh, I appreciate you guys phone. working on that. Yeah, it looks good, though. I, I saw it on the mobile one and also the web desk or desk version or whatever. So you can go there, check out our uh, 
our, our podcast there has our ready playable links. It also has our show notes, our sponsors, a little bit about us. Um, not too much information because, you know, we want to hide our, our anonymity. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, hydrogen anonymity. Wow, I don't know if it's an anonymity, but anyway, uh, you say anonymity. You can also find us on the Instagrams and Twitters at SFP Radio. Um, wherever you listen to your podcast, just go there, hit subscribe, give us a like, a rating, a review. Uh, that's how we move up in the old algorithms. We appreciate all the new listeners we're uh, we've gained. Mm-hmm. Um, also, our new Facebook followers. It's kind of nice to see us over a thousand likes now. I know. Dun, dun, dun. I know that's not really a, a huge thing as far as podcast world, but I like to have it just to interact. Yeah, and <clears throat> thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, that was right in my ear. <clears throat> uh, no, it, it's great. You know, you see a lot of podcasts, and they don't have nearly as many as a thousand. So thank you to all of our likers. Thousand likes, right? A thousand eight, one hundred and eighteen. If if just each one of those likes would just, hit subscribe, or half of them, just hit subscribe. Right, you already like. Yeah. What's not to like if you're not subscribed? Just, yeah, just pretend to listen to the show. Yeah, we just hit, those you know, guys. listen to, like, the music at the beginning. Right. And then turn it off. That's all. At least a solid 10 seconds. Yeah. I, I think the algorithm now for Netflix about, you know, watch, watch. how much you watch is 10 seconds. You mm-hmm. watch 10 seconds of it, you get it. <clears throat> yeah, that counts as participation, right? If you're yeah. there 10 seconds, right? That's yeah. I get it. Um, I want to say hello to our listeners from Sacramento, Salt Lake, San... And Jet San, San Angelo, Angelo, right. yes, San Diego, San Francisco, Santa Barbara, Savannah, Seattle, Shreveport, South Bend, Springfield, St. Louis, and Syracuse. By the way, it's San Diego. Oh, Spanish mm, for stay classy. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so this episode brought to you by the letter S. And ask you like I ask you every week, Mojo. How you be darn? I'm great. I'm alive. You <laughs> simple. <laughs> my uh, my. Uh, my benchmarks for like quality mm-hmm. is kind of pretty much I've lowered it. So my sure. standard for like a great day uh-huh. is like I woke up. Okay, that's a good day. So every day is a good day. For you. I think well, yeah, maybe yeah. I, <laughs> well, every day, every day that I'm breathing <laughs> so is a good day. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but could it roll downhill after that? Like you like woke uh, up like this well, is no. great, and then See, it here's just the turns thing. to crap. Well. But even that is opportunities to fix it because if you didn't right. wake up, you wouldn't have the opportunity to fix those problems. That is true. So those problems would negate themselves. But yeah, um, yeah I think I think problems can be opportunities. I know that sounds like a, a Zig Ziglar wow. tagline or something like that, but I think they can, can get, be. Can we get that on a shirt? Did you come up with that? I don't know. Man. That is, probably sounds like one of those things, seminars I sat back in during the early 2000s and, <laughs> in the restaurant industry. It's probably uh-huh. one of those. Did you have a, that, do you have to go to a lot of those? We did, and then I, I remember when my first job um, was a grocery bagger at Win Dixie. Okay, and they actually had to sit down in the uh, office that was probably like a two by two area and watch a VHS of how to bag groceries. Oh wow! And also customer service, and that was probably one of their taglines. Every problem is an opportunity. Oh no! So. I put in the the eggs with you know Listen, a brick. That's yeah. a forgotten skill. Oh, how to groceries. bag groceries. Well, now the, oh, yeah. they're you know now Jeez. with the plastic bags they don't have to have a skill. I hate it. I hate the plastic. Well, I always tell them paper. Don't put my rotisserie chicken with the like the ground meat. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's <laughs> cooked, cooked and raw. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and restaurants cold get cider for that. Just, yeah. And dry then, and wet. Oh, yeah, just any of that. You yeah. know. Then you go to Trader Joe's and you have to bag your own. Yeah. I don't like that. Like, I don't have the skills for this. Y'all. <laughs> Which is kind of ironic because Trader Joe's pays their people really well. Right. But you end up having to bag it. Right. It's like going to the melting pot 
where you have to cook your own food. Like, I don't like that. I'm paying you guys to bring me raw food. No, I don't like that. Not yeah. Yeah. There's, there's actually a couple of steak houses out West in the Midwest and West. Actually, you cook mm-hmm. your steak. Would you do that? No. No. Absolutely. I'll not. stay home and cook. Right. I might as well just stay here. I mean, what, what are they going to do? Ask me next to go out there and wash dishes next? I mean, right. That's or, a treat. You ever go to a Korean barbecue? That's the whole point is you make your own. Well, that's a little different. That's an experience, you know. But I'm talking like you'll have a steakhouse and you go out there and you Mm-mm. cook your steak. And if you, you don't go like shoot the cow in the head too first. We might have to butcher it, I guess. I, I, I don't know. Now, I mean, listen, I would I would do some dishes for a free dessert. I would do that. I'd, I'd wait on the table. You have to make like it yourself, it's, right? You're going to go back there and like make your own cheesecake? Ooh. No, I wouldn't. That'd make... be like, what's the normal size cut? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But if I could go in the back and like do some dishes and then like, all right, you've you've done enough dishes to give yourself a cheesecake. Be like, all right, let's 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 roll. I'd mm. do that. But you're taking a job away from some lonely dishwasher. That's all right. He's only getting paid $15 an hour. No big deal. Mr. Bright, how you been doing? Oh, I'm good. Uh, it's been a busy week. I think everyone's having a week this week. Everybody's having yeah. a week. You're right. Uh, so I uh, stumbled upon something on the internet a couple of weeks ago, but I mean to talk to you guys about. Are we allowed to talk about this on a family show? Uh, well, if you have kids at home, you should probably do the earmuffs now. Okay. It's a YouTube All channel, right. so it's going to be bad for everybody. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Anyway, I'm just kidding. Uh, the, so I like history, and I like cooking. Mm-hmm. So I found this YouTube channel. It's 18th century cooking. Oh wow! Have you seen, have you seen this? Um, no, but I've actually had to cook themed dinners with that. Yeah, and so, it's just interesting. I don't know style. YouTube just knows how to give me things sometimes. Like it well, just hands I, me, and it's like you know the little feet on the side. You might be interested in this. But oh, see, well, yes, I, I, am see, I do that. I do that, and all of a sudden I end up with a video that says "Honey Badger describes the uh, <laughs> gay animals." Yeah, I watched that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I watched. Yeah, I did watch the whole thing. Um. Anyway, this guy dresses in, like, period-appropriate clothing and uses the tools of the time. Like, he reads, like, out of these English cookbooks. And it's the nerdiest thing in the world, okay? If you're a food nerd, it's it's for you. If you like history, like, it just looks, I don't know, it's fantastic. No, I think— It's uh, entertaining. Yeah, uh, but it's kind of cool, though. It's irritating but cool, though, because, for example— you can actually watch people actually cook like the Hindenburg or the uh, the Titanic's last meal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And like they'll prepare it the same way. Or okay. they'll or Hindenburg, the last meal in Hindenburg before it blew up. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, but because it's stuff we don't eat now, it's stuff that's kind of out of favor with culture. Like yeah. what? Like, like well, what, this what? one this one recipe that thing that kind of like made me click on it was called coffee eggs. Wait, coffee eggs? Co- yeah, and the guy that was making the video, his name's Townsend. This is Townsend's. Of course I'll, it's I'll a Townsend. That's the guy's yeah. name, whatever that is. Of course means. it is. He's kind of, he's a little boring. He reminds me of some actor, but it still sucks me in just because of what he's making. But he's going, so you read the the, the name of this recipe, mm-hmm. and you really don't know what you're going to get at the end. But basically, this is, you're making, it's like coffee, sugar, and eggs. It's like a little, like a... Like almost like pudding, like you know? a custard, it's like a custard. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's, it's, that's what it ends up being, hmm. like a sweet coffee custard. But they just call it coffee eggs. And when you hear that name, you go, mm. uh, "Well, it's just like no thanks." That's right? just like the old soda, the old soda counters. You had an egg cream. Well, it's not really an egg cream, but yeah, you, it, it doesn't sound appealing. It's a, it's a name thing. Yeah, yeah. and hmm. it's so he made these in like these little molds, like by a fireplace using like cast iron stuff. No modern tools at all. 
Wow. It's just, I don't know, it's fascinating for me. Also, cooking back then, too, was not, I mean, obviously, you have to eat for nourishment, but it was an all-day activity. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, you started in the morning preparing dinner. Yeah, anyone that's, like, built a fire and tried to cook over a fire, it's not a, yeah, you get a fire started in 15 minutes. Very temperamental. You're not cooking on that fire in 15 minutes. It's Spe- going to take two hours. Speaking <laughs> of this old English meals that you're doing, I, I'm I'm a podcast nerd. So I'm anyone out there looking for a podcast, I would try. Um, there's a podcast I just discovered called The History of English. Okay. Now, it is. Like, like the language? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think, I did not think I was going to be interested in this um this podcast, but it actually starts back. You've got to start back. It's been, it's been going on for eight years now. Eight yeah, years. So you got to go back to 2012 when How it many first started. do they have? I don't know. It's like a hundred and something. Wow. But so That's you start slow. back at one. It actually talks about how slack. Here's the cool thing about it. It talks about how the reason why we say certain phrases okay. and words right. and it's it, where our words come from and how I like that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty interesting. And you know, like, the later episodes, which I haven't gotten into, we'll talk about phrases and like why oh. do we why do we say I could care less versus I could not care less. You're right. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. It should be I could not care less. Right. So yeah. I I think those are the I don't know. It's just the interesting. I'm like on episode I think 13 or 14, and it's pretty. It's just pretty interesting how hmm. how language kind of got started. And the English. I, I won't, I'll only spoiler. I'll give you is that English. There's actually has some roots back to Sanskrit, hmm. which is one of the oldest languages. So I thought that was kind of cool. I so, thought Sanskrit was a font you can get on Microsoft Word. Probably. <clears throat> is that not it? Probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, next to uh, New Times Roman. Comic Sans. They're oh, saying. that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Or Wingdings. Yeah. You mentioned uh, YouTube videos, and I just got done watching the first episode, Don't F With Cats, on Netflix. Mm. <laughs> Have you good show? Uh, no, that that or has just not, the title makes you laugh. hasn't showed up in my recommended viewing yet. <laughs> so it's like it freaks me out. Like I'm I'm on episode one. It's a three part series, right? But it starts off with a guy, and and I was like, I don't even know what this is about. I've just heard good things about it, but a guy is is killing a cat on the internet. I like it, but and what they were saying was like. You don't mess with people with cats. That's rule zero on the internet. You don't mess with cats. Well, cats are evil creatures and vindictive. No, right? I 100% okay. agree with you. I don't but, like cats. Cats hasn't they, been. You know, people go like watch <laughs> cat videos all the time. Um, you know, mm. I mean, that's a, a sure. cultural thing. Yeah, yeah. So somebody's messing with a cat and it spins off and they try to do investigation on the videos and pulling up screenshots and everything else. And now it gets to the point, no spoiler alert, well, it probably is, but, like, they, he's a serial killer. The cat is a serial killer? Oh, that's that would be even better. But <clears throat> I think the guy is going to turn out to be a serial killer. You've watched it. Mm-hmm. You're looking at me weird, like, you're totally way off. I'm not, I'm not saying anything. No, but right. I just thought the event, I, I, I think as we get further into the future, as mm-hmm. we, you know, as we progress in time, I think you're going to see a lot more of what happened in this show is the crowd, what they call crowdsourcing investigation. Like, oh no, yeah, because like you know, NASA will actually say we're going to crowdsource like photos of the of Mars or or, or the Moon. It's going to be Wikipedia everything basically, right? <laughs> well, but you know, some of the greatest discoveries have come from citizen mm-hmm. journalists or citizen um, people that may not have, especially in that area, but 
They, they will, yeah. They got time they, on their they hands. Sasquatch, but UFOs. See, that's what, yeah, and that's what yeah. happens is this on this Don't F with Cats, it, it, these internet sleuths kind of just, you know, they, like, took measurements of the room via yeah. this and, like, figured out that this outlet was made in this certain area of the world. And, I mean, it, it's pretty. Hmm. Yeah. All those, I, I'm not going to videotape myself if I'm doing any criminal activity. Yeah, that's not they, a good they'll idea. Find they'll me in a heartbeat. Yeah. So, so speaking of cats, mm-hmm. while we're chasing rabbits here, yeah. uh, I did, did a, found a, an article on my show a few weeks ago about the world's yes. worst cat. Did you yes. Well, you know, they follow up on the thing. You know, the cat got adopted, adopted whatever. It was the worst yeah. cat in the world. But the cat's owner, previous owner, was found dead in her house. Yeah, because the cat killed her. Because the cat, right? Yes. You jumped to the same conclusion. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. That's, so... Listen, Listen, I have a rule in my house that I will never own an animal that if it gets a wild hair, it'll kill me. So, therefore, like big, big dogs, never going to be in my house. Mm. Snakes, nope. Uh, and then we honey, go to cat- Honey badgers? Honey Iguana, badgers. Is that a thing? Yes, uh, they can. But then Goldfish. cats. Oh, yeah. Cats will steal your soul. I've seen it in the movie Cat's Eyes in the late 80s. Uh, uh, the cat sits on top and it starts to suck the little... Yeah. Kids. Yeah. It's all out. Yeah. No, that's real. I believe, yeah. I believe it. Yeah. So I will never own anything that can kill me. If at some point my dog says, I'm tired of this, I'm going to do my own thing and try to go for the jugular. I'm like, Lola's small enough. I'll she, just throw her she's not jumping up that she, high. Yeah, no, she's not. <laughs> that's why she's a small dog. And that's why she's in my household. Never will I own an animal that can kill me. Uh, we talk a lot about stuff. Uh, here on the show, just about what burns our business and what makes us mad. Um, I just wanted to, I put on my notes of how I'd be doing is I had a God moment this past week. Um, I'm not going to get too much into the details and the weeds of that, but you guys have kids, you guys know what it's like. And um, could you imagine just for a moment that, that somebody's coming after your kid um, and, and taking them away and you're never going to see them again. All right. Um, uh, I was, I wasn't in that situation, you know. Just to have was going through that mental exercise. Sure. That and, and that happens with foster kids, right? Like you know, you know they could be gone, they could come in, they could, you know that kind of stuff. Um, and so in my head, like I'm, like going through this weird place of losing these kids, and and like I'm weeping at my desk, and 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 for a brief second, I was like, God, is this what it's like when when we leave you? Like when we run away from you and we disconnect from you and you want to have a relationship with us so bad that all you just weep and, and you want to connect, but you can't. And is this what it's like when we run away? And very few times in my life do I ever feel like I get an, an auditory response from God. There's been like a few times where I was like, oh, that was definitely God. But I heard him this week where he's like, yes, this is what it feels like. And my heart was just broke. Wow. You know, and then uh, there's the, the worship song, Reckless Love. And, um, you know, where it says, like, I'll, you know, he'll light up any lie. He'll kick down any wall and all this stuff. And and guys, I was there like I really felt like I could just go hog wild and just like crush anybody trying to get my get my kid, you know. And so, um, you know, if you're out there and, and you just don't feel like that there that you that you've gone so far away from a relationship with God that you. Um, can't get there. Let me just tell you, just from my experience this week, God is 
is madly chasing after you, but he's waiting for you to come home. Uh, so there's a little bit of work that you need to do, but he is right there waiting to, to bring you back in open arms. So I don't know if anybody needs to hear that, but this week that really kind of uh, hit me between the eyes of, of just how passionate God's love is for us as people and how much he wants to have a relationship with us. Um, so I just wanted to kind of share that. So I don't know who needs he to hear that. He probably says, TikTok, I don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but talking about the loss of a kid, though, yeah. imagine, I wonder, you know, I wonder, I know how I would react if I had someone coming after my kids. Mm. It would not be pretty. Sure. Um, but I wonder if that's how God reacted when when he saw his son yeah. down the cross. I mean, he split the, he split the, uh, the uh, Holy of Holies. He yeah. split the curtain. Curtain. He split the it's clouds. And, I mean, yeah. yeah. I wonder if that's that was his reaction to that. Mm. That pain. Yeah. So I don't know. Just a different spin on that. But no, I um, appreciate you sharing that because you know we've kind of kept in touch about this kind of subject and this thought experiment. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm an overreactor. <laughs> so <laughs> I have a, I have, a ten, I have a tendency to bring a tank to a you know. A, when you need a butter knife. So, right. um, yeah. So when God kind of shows up, it's kind of cool. It, yeah. It, it's a, it's a cool piece that you feel that you can't explain it. And it, you may not want the Pete, that piece or that, that answer at the time, but it's, it is what it is. Yeah. So yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. No problem. Uh, the other thing I wanted to point out is I, I have got some of the best friends in the world. Um, namely, uh, you Mojo. I want to say thank you for uh, for this weekend. Uh, I was bringing all the kids in to church, and uh, for some reason, I, I, I don't even know what the reason is. We're having a series on the plastic donuts. I don't even know what the connection is to that. But um, did you see the watch the first week? Were you here? No, I wasn't here the first <clears throat> week because I was going to pick up my mother. Yeah, it's on YouTube. You should. That, I should probably go very. Back and, it really helps connect sure. the dots. I, <laughs> and I totally. I, I know I got to go I back, and I've got some homework. Do I'm sorry. I did the live stream. So I okay, all right. So that, that's good. Um, so uh, I, I'm there by myself. My wife's already at the church because she's got some work and stuff. She's working with the youth. She has to do some some of that and get there early. So I pull up and I've got um, my foster. I got the two foster kids and then my uh, big brother's big sister's uh, little brother. So all of us are, are coming into the the church and it's packed. And one thing that I have noticed in the, in the past two weeks is there's donuts everywhere. Mm. Um, and and I walk into the the lobby, and this man uh, that's across the way uh, is, and I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think you are trying to eat every single donut. <laughs> I, was so trying, this, I was looking out for you. Because so, you were looking out for me. You didn't want me to be tempted by the donut. I look at it, and I see Mojo like, look at the donut. Like three stacked on top of each other. Look, like, <laughs> he looked at me. I was like Kobayashi. There. <laughs> I was dipping in water and everything. He, he looked at me, looked back at the donut, realized, oh, wait, and then stuffed the entire donut into his mouth and then tried to act like he wasn't eating it. I'm like, that's my man. You don't, you don't, see, you don't see nothing. There's no evidence you know, there's, there's nothing there. It's, it's nice to be recognized for those small victories like that. So I mean, you do a fantastic job. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate I, I, that. You know, I'd jump out in front of a bus for you. I know so. you would. And, and you would eat four dozen I donuts. I would get diabetes <laughs> next Sunday. Thanks, Wilford Brimley. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just just to make sure. So have you done like you had the grocery store on the weekend with the Girl Scouts like peddling their garbage to everybody? You know, I I don't want to sound chauvinist, but the wife does the the grocery shopping and or I just go to Walmart. I lift up the trunk and then they put it in and I would drive. Okay. Every time I go to just like pick something up for I forget Mm. stuff all the time. Yeah. There's always someone out there with the little boxes and the. Yeah. Well, we, we discussed this pre-show, and you weren't here, Mojo, is, is the wife is going away this weekend, and oh. I've got the whole place to myself. In my head, I'm like, do I have enough stuff to make brownies? Like, Because brownies are owning me right now. Mm. Um, so Yeah, I'm, but the oh. brownies are the crispy edges, like he, the corner pieces. Oh, wait. Oh. You yeah. do crispy edges? Mm-hmm. Producer mm-hmm. Brian? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't really care for brownies. I mean, I'll eat what? them, but they're not like, I think I'm going to leave them. Magic Man, what's your, what are you giving me? You want the you like the crispy edges? See, you, so you don't like the edges. You want the smack dab middle. Yes. Okay. So there's yes. something for everybody. You See, know? yeah. No, I'm I'm only I hate the edges. I could go either direction. I hate them. I like the ed like the crispy edges if they're warm still. Mm, maybe. You know, if they're cold, meh. You know, but put a scoop of vanilla ice cream on there. It don't matter. Or yeah, vanilla matter. icing. Oh, yeah. man, now i got to go get oh, ice cream. man. All right, well, okay. thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, was, appreciate uh... it. We're going to head out. Um, a couple of things that I wanted to follow up on. Do you guys remember a couple of weeks ago? I mean, it was several weeks ago that I ordered these ninja pillows. Mm-hmm. Um, they finally come in? Here's the update. Don't go ninja, nobody don't need ninja. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Um, they still have yet to respond to an email. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, hey, where's my order? Mm, you don't know. So you basically well, they're, like, they're ninja pillows, so they'll just show up in the middle of the night. I, but probably. you'll wake up, and you'll have, they'll be, like, <laughs> under your head. Probably. Right? Secret assassins. Yeah. They'll just kill me in the middle of the night. Oh, now I can't have pillows that can kill me in the middle of the night now. Uh, so I just thought I'd give wow. you guys an update that I still haven't so heard anything So basically, from if you're looking for a ninja pillow, I would not order them. Right. Don't get them off Facebook. Get the samurai much. pillows. They're way more honorable. Right. <laughs> sure, I bet they are. Mm. If you're in the market for a high-quality cigar for a very reasonable price, you must check out our friends at Watchman Cigars. Watchman Cigars is a family-owned business that puts the customer first with the best customer service in the business. Watchman Cigars offers the Habano for a full, spicy flavor, the Connecticut for a mild, easy-to-smoke option, and the Maduro for a strong, powerful experience. They even do specialty blends and partner with you to provide a custom, exclusive line just for you. Watchman Cigars has all your cigar needs. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Watchman Cigars 1991 or check out his new website at WatchmanCigars.com or the sponsor section of our website. Did you guys watch the uh, XFL this, this past weekend? Did I, not? I caught I a few know. minutes of it. Yeah, I saw about 10 minutes. Maybe I might have watched half an hour of two different games combined. Yeah. Eh, what do you guys think? Uh, it's too soon to tell. Too soon. I, I think the, I, I I would like to see a, another league for, flourish. Mm-hmm. I mean, because every you know it seems like a lot of people enjoy the game of football, especially if there's different rules. I understand there's several different rules yeah. to help. There's yeah. some different changes. Expedite, yeah, expedite the, the, the scoring's different. You can you have nine point swings. Yeah. I did read up the rule. I did read. The, of course, I read the rules yeah. where I watched yeah, with yeah. Him, that guy. Um, be cool if we could get like American football with Gaelic football because that's that's pretty actually pretty cool. Mm. I've yet to look at that. But I like um, rugby, rugby's intense, yeah. man. Yeah, no pads. Yeah, no c- concussion protocol there. Can't do that. America couldn't handle that. 
No, you're no, right. no. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I'd like to give it time. I'd like to see how it works out. I, and if anyone can pull it off, I mean, Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. Well, he tried it before. Yeah, but I think they did it too big, too quick, too soon. Yeah. Um, you know, you've had like what the World League. Remember that the World Football League. Well, there was you know there was two football leagues that were supposed to start up this year. Oh, one of them did. One of them did, and it failed. Right? It's like it, I didn't even see any publicity for it. I knew it was happening. But they never played a game, right? Because yeah, I think no, they played games. Did they win? Yeah, they got through half the did, season. Did they try to compete with the NFL? Yeah, oh, it was during was, the. I NFL. think no, but that actually, I think they were competing more with college because I think there were Ooh, Saturday. Saturday games. Yeah, I think. Oh, you're not going. That's do the wrong that. play. Yeah. The XFL no. is doing it right. Yeah, like off season. The week after football, like right before you're Johnson for oh, I can't watch football. There's actually a third league coming up. I it's I can't remember if it's going to start. This year or next year, I think it's like six or eight teams total. And it's a social justice league. <laughs> I'm dead serious. You have to look Wait, this up. What? Yeah, it's like a social justice league. I think, I think, uh, was it Richard, Richard, uh, black entrepreneur, uh, Richard, not Simmons. That's the wrong one. <laughs> not not um, black. Man, he's def- <laughs> definitely not. But, uh, yeah, to think of it, he he he's like made several big investments. Like he actually has a credit card. He's he's a record producer. But anyway, he uh, oh, uh, I I think you're not you're Bill Simmons, Russell Simmons, Russell. 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 There you go. Okay. Thank you. But he's, he, they're trying to start a a. I'm pretty sure another football league is going to be like, hey, if you want to kneel, you kneel. If you want to protest, you protest. So but, is it is it like? Global warming versus gender inequality. Is that it could justice? be. It could be. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess you, you pick your pick your poison that way you can play against it. I guess I don't know. It, it just sounded ridiculous to me. Oh, but man. you know, I guess when the people got so much money and hubris and they think they can, they they can self start these things and they pan out or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Well, like oh the gosh. XFL thing. I was the game I was watching. They had like a penalty or something that had like a scoring review. They mm-hmm. spent like ten minutes. Oh no! Just over the shoulder of the official, like going, well, "It's kind of close, but I don't know." Like, but you basically can hear said, them. You basically go, "Yeah, you can walk. You see what he's seeing. He's talking the whole time. You can hear the uh, the ref yeah. in, the, in the mic. Also, they're yeah. having a discussion, and you can hear the official going, "Well, I can't tell. Just give it to him." <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't help the fact that they got all their refs from Foot Locker because they already had the jerseys. Yeah, so there's that. I, th- I think I think give it enough time, enough money. Mm-hmm. I think it'll I think it'll be all right. What I do love is uh, our friend Sketch, uh, the J from Houston. He went to the Houston game. Okay, and he, he was showing like the access to the XFL is insane. Before the game, you could go down on the field, hang out oh. with the players. Yeah, the people looked really into it on TV. Yeah, like they were really connected to uh, the access that. It's yeah. unprecedented with the NFL. My question is, like, how do you pick a team to follow? Well, there's like, only nine of them. There's right? eight of them. Eight. There's eight teams. Supposedly, St. Louis has the largest fan base. Well, because they don't have a football team anymore. Yeah. yeah. But I was looking at, you know, looking at the teams. There's one in Dallas. I can't pull for anything in Dallas. Right. There's one in New York. I'm not pulling there's for anything in on this New York. Thing. There's one in there's Washington, D.C. would be the closest. Mm-hmm. Eh, I think they're named, they may have a lame name or something. There's an L.A. team. Uh, tax, tax collector. There's a Seattle DC team. Tax. I can't pull for a Seattle team. No. You know? um, Florida, Tampa's got one. I'm neutral on Tampa, but they've mm. got a lime green uniform, which kind of, I'm not wearing a lime green hat. No. You know? no. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm left in the yeah, yeah. And they're all weird looking. I'm an things. XFL orphan or something, you know. Like the, the names are yeah dragons. Well, I mean, you remember what was the World League? They had like the Frankfurt Galaxy. I thought that was probably yeah. one of the coolest uniforms oh, yeah. they had. Yeah, uh, they had a few a few other ones too that were pretty neat. But there's a soccer team in the Galaxy LA, right? Yeah, Maybe. yeah, I think so. Uh, I don't know a soccer guy either. But no, I I think with enough time, enough 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 you know money, I think it'll be all right. The most interesting thing was, I guess, the XFL actually reached out to Ka- uh, Kaepernick, and uh, I guess his salary demands. Yeah, they can't pay him right now. Yeah. They need a little more ad revenue before they can uh, afford. Yeah, I don't think it's coming anytime soon. He'll be he'll be in retirement. He's not good. It, it, he doesn't want to play. No, he he want, if he wanted to play football, he'd play football. He'd play football. Yeah, yeah. he don't want to play football. He could, the NFL's not going to let him. You know, but his at this point, he had to wait way too far to prove himself. You know, no, but it's the XFL. I mean, yeah. So it's the Dallas Renegades, Houston Roughnecks, the L.A. Wildcats. <laughs> Seattle Dragons. Why does Texas get two teams off the bat? Oh, that's a good point. That's my question. DC Defenders, <laughs> New York Guardians, St. Louis Battlehawks, and mm. Tampa Bay Tampa Bay Vipers. And then you've got practice squad team nine. Oh, there's, <laughs> there's a practice squad. There's a practice squad. Or if the Tampa Bay's like the Globo Gym Vipers. <laughs> if you had if you had to come up with a like a, a mascot. What would you pick? Do you guys know? Honey Badger. Oh, the Honey Badger. That's a good one. That's a good question. Because, like, most of them are all redone. You know, they're just like, oh, blah, blah. I think it you depends. Know. I think, like, you know, like the Charlotte Hornets. Mm-hmm. Like, I, at first I was like, oh, man, this is a horrible name. But then you find out the reason why we're named right. the Hornets. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool meaning behind the it name. It makes more sense than the Carolina Panthers. Absolutely. <laughs> Keep pounding. Yeah. One animal that I, I think needs a better PR guy for a mascot would be the rhino. Oh, yeah. Like, why is yeah. that not a thing? There you go. And yeah. then, but like a pack of rhinos is called a thunder. And they can mm. run onto the field with thunderstruck. Oh, I like this. You've, so you've actually spent some time thinking about I've, this. I thought about what would be a better mascot than like the, you know, that little Georgia Tech, like little bee thing. Like, so how much does it cost to get an XFL team? Maybe we can do like a Kickstarter. That would be awesome. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> SFP be rhinos. Rhinos. SFP rhinos. Yeah. yeah. I'm about it. There we go. Yeah. All right. Who wants to set that up? Go ahead and do it. All right, Magic Magic Man. Prove your worth. Uh, <laughs> so tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Do we have uh, any Valentine's Day plans? Yeah, I'll be driving back from Cincinnati. <laughs> All right. Check. So, that's tomorrow. Okay. Um my wife is leaving me for the weekend, so there well, we go. Magic Man, any? Making dinner for the wife. Whoa! Oh. Yeah. Making dinner Actually, for the wife. Actually, I do have plans with my kids. We're going to all cook dinner together. TikTok oh. so. and don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling that's going to be the show title. Um, also wanted to point out that Charlotte has been voted the top 10 places to get in, shot no. in the oh. world to live. Oh, wow. In the world, not just the U.S. Have these people been to the rest of the world? That's my question. It's a small pool of people that live at Rowan and Iredale County <laughs> in North Carolina. Charlotte just ranked among the top ten cities in the world. I got to hear the top I got to hear the other nine. And I'll bring it to you. Right. Uh, in the world, it has to be one of the best possible measures for the quality of life. Ranking was input by Numero, the world's largest database of statistics and data 
about countries and cities around the world. It was ranked ninth. Uh, so here's number one. And, and also here it is. It's like you get a quality of life with, uh, and it's measured by the purchasing power index, the safety index, the healthcare index, cost of living, property price to income ratio, traffic commute time, pollution, and climate index. So they're probably going off of a, of a 2012 report. Probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, so number one, Canterbury, Australia. Hmm. Is, that, um, is that still there? I was about to say. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> Again, this is tw- 2012 based. Okay. Uh, Eladiel, El- I don't know, Australia. That's two in Australia. Yeah. Is that still uh, there? I don't know. Here, number three, Raleigh, North Carolina. What? Mm. All right, this is a, yeah, this list is false. Is this from BuzzFeed? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. Uh, this This is from charlottestories.com, but they got it from somebody else. Oh. Number four, I need to text that guy. Dwellington, New Zealand. Hmm. That's a, you know, I had, a, I had a crush in high school from a girl in New Zealand. Really? Mm. I'd there's still, some, there's, there's, a, cool there's some cuties there. Yeah. Hey, buddy. A kiwi. Mm. Anyway. Uh, number five, Columbus, Ohio. Uh, yeah, this, is, this, wait, this list. This is, is not. For, yeah. Number six, Zurich, Switzerland. Okay, I can see that. Sure. This is a weird one. Number seven, Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, number eight, Brisbane, Australia. So Australia's, Australia's rocking coming, it out, coming in hot. And number nine, of course, Charlotte, North Carolina. Probably, uh, out, uh, probably, reason why all the Australian places up there—they probably have like outback steakhouses on every corner for free, for like Wal- like Walgreens. Yeah, yeah, they're probably on every corner. Guys, I went, I went to a outback the other day. Mm-hmm. I ordered a, a salmon mm-hmm. with a side of shrimp. Mm-hmm. You, you don't want to know how much the side of shrimp cost me? Eight dollars. Six dollars and twenty five cents. You might want to know how many shrimp that was. Six. Mm-hmm. Four. Nice. But were they on the bread? No. Oh. No, they were just on the skewer. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh mm-hmm. I think some of their stuff has become highly overpriced. You think? Yeah. Now I was I was eyeing that blooming onion like a champ. So yeah, that mm-hmm. one through nine mm-hmm. was what number ten like uh Islamabad, Pakistan? Is that oh wow. That, <laughs> Well, you you want number ten? I want number ten because right. I, I'm I'm happy for our home area here, but come on, Raleigh, really? Number ten, Austin, Texas. Keeping it weird. Uh, do you want me to go through the rest of them, all twenty? Oh, yeah, out of curiosity. Sure. <clears throat> e- Edenhoven, Netherlands. <clears throat> number okay. twelve, San Diego. Nice. Uh, Thirteen, The Hague, Netherlands. That sounds awful, doesn't it? Uh, number 14, Richmond, Virginia. 15, Victoria, Canada. 16, Ottawa, Canada. Canada's coming up from behind. 17, Copenhagen, Denmark. 18, Kansas City, Missouri. This one I have a problem with. Uh, 19, Seattle, Washington. And 20, yet again, Perth, Australia. And they are loving them some Aussies. Boy, boy, boy. I, I don't know how they... This, this is all based on stupid math. There's no like human, <laughs> like, but like right. consideration Seattle, here. Seattle has gotten so expensive, though. Like just the home situation there. Sure. Yeah. Um, plus, the governor is a complete moron of the state. I mean, it m- m- uh, the 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 mayor's education and common sense is not a, a factor. Okay. That's probably well. Yeah. Just 
But wow. stuff like this is why we have so many people moving here. Right? Yeah, that's probably like, Stop it. writing these articles. Leave Charlotte off the list. <laughs> <laughs> Leave us alone. We're Just closed. We left alone. We're closed. Um, all right. So thoughts? You guys good with that? Yep. Moving on. All right. Let's go to some wacky news brought to you by 1812 Barbecue. If you need a caterer to give you some fantastic barbecue uh, with some amazing size, check out our friends at 1812 Barbecue. And listen, I would kill for some barbecue. Um, Here is the headline. You guys talking about love coming up for Valentine's Day. Uh, Fed up with the modern dating app game, Mark Roof decided to pay, somebody looked this up, 425 pounds. How much is that? It's like $300. Okay. Right. For, for no, that'd be it'd be opposite. Is it? It'd be dollars. So that probably oh, right. five fifty. That's worth more. Five fifty or six hundred bucks. All right, six hundred dollars. Hey Google. Uh, for a huge sign advertising himself on a busy road, the thirty-year-old from Sheffield is hopeful it'll prompt the perfect woman to swipe right in his life. He said, "I've had more than a hundred people get in touch. Unfortunately, half of them are men, but he's still very flattered." Uh, Mr. Rofe, who's been single for a year, said he brought he bought the uh, billboard as a way to stand out from the crowd. And, of course, like any good idea, it started off in the pub, which I would agree with that. Uh, he was talking to his mates, saying how he was struggling with the dating apps, and they said he should buy a billboard. They laughed, but then he's like, I'm going to go ahead and do it. Um, so right now he is hopeful that he may have a Valentine this Valentine's Day. It's five forty five, by the way. Five hundred and forty five. Yeah, unless it's euros. Was it euros or was it pounds? Pounds. Okay. Um, I thought that was interesting. Would you, if you were single at this day single and age, single and ready to mingle? Would you put up a billboard for that? I don't think I'd do that. No. But I've wasted money on stupider things, so <laughs> uh, maybe. I just thought that uh, producer Brian, you brought that to us. Yeah, some of the like the funny like. Uh, what was the oh, where did it go? Some of the like the quotes from the billboard were funny to me. One man, one billboard, one mission. Let's see. Um, it had a facts and stats section. It said that he stated he was six foot tall. That his index finger measures six point eight two centimeters, and has kissed more than three girls. <laughs> He's a mar- he works in marketing, so uh, oh, that's probably it. Yeah. It made me laugh. I yeah. saw it originally. Oh, uh, his biography says he is extremely handsome and modest. Okay. And invites humble. applications from anyone interested in going on a date. Yeah. He, he should have probably made that opposite gender specific. What What word did you just say after he said that he's handsome and modest? Humble. You said humble. Humble. Or, I thought for a minute. Humble. Or, uh, yeah. Humble. Can't... He's British, so you leave the H's off. But I've heard people here in the South say humble instead of humble. Yeah, well. Uh, All right, I'm just making sure uh, that that's we're just on the that same part of that uh, slang. About, that's like the whole cool whip or cool. Yeah, we were about to not be <laughs> friends anymore. Okay. Um, speaking of love, people are Googling some some interesting topics about their relationships. Uh-oh. Um, and, guys, stereotypes are true for a reason. Salt Lake City, Utahns want to know how to kiss. New Mexicans want to know what to do on a date. And Virginians just want to know how to get a date. Just to be, you said n- new, N-E-W, Mexicans and not you Mexicans, right? New Mexicans. Okay, just clarifying. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. Um, <laughs> people that are recently Mexican. Uh, so 
people, uh, CenturyLink did some research to find what are the most Googled things about relationships in different states. Um, I if thought, they pick, if they have Raleigh, North Carolina in their top three, I'm, or we're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> but each state has the most Google relationship, or most Googled relationship question. So, for example, Alabama, does she like me? Okay. That's I'll, simple. I'll go ahead and give you some some of the South's Florida. When to text back. Georgia says how to get dates. Uh, Kentucky, which, hey, buddy, I'm with you. What do women want? That's, <laughs> that's a question that still plagues us men. I need to Google this while we're, yeah. what's the answer? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Louisiana, how to get dates. Missouri, am I in love? North Carolina, how to get dates. South Carolina, this when to say I love you. That's that's a good one. Tennessee says when to text back. Um, so and Virginia also how to get dates. Hey Siri, uh, what do women want? Here's what I found. I just googled this. Ah, uh, okay. T- top top uh, result outside of some videos is <laughs> ni- nineteen <laughs> secrets women wish you knew. Guess the website. Oh, I'm not allowed to say that. Uh, Vanity Fair. WebMD. Oh! <laughs> okay. All right. Can you give us Let me, uh, us let me roll through here and see what we got. Yeah. Make sure they're good. Oh, okay. Here's, the guy with the, here's a picture of the guy with the puppy. <laughs> so we're on a good start already. <laughs> uh, a caring guy is a hot guy. Mm. Mm. What do women want? For those who've ever pondered this question, here are 19 relationship secrets. Based on blah, 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 blah. Okay. Chivalry still has a place. All right. Good. Um, I'm not going to read all this out loud. All Dress right. to impress. Obviously. I'm in trouble. Uh, guy wears red. Guy gets girl. Huh. I need to wear more red. It says, okay, this tip doesn't come from women, but from clever testing by psychologists. Ooh. Mm, that's science. Okay. Science. Like Makes it. you sound more powerful and attractive. No. By the uh, way, if I, if I show up on church on, with some red on. Yeah, you know, and, uh, don't hide your flaws. Check. You use uh, big words like ethereal. Ooh. I don't don't know try to fix her world. Mm. That's a problem. Mm. That means, like, don't fix, like, the garage door, right? You're right. Just let it go. All right. that, that means not even taking in the groceries. I'm not, I'm not here to fix your world. <laughs> Nodding is not enough, so listening is important, but apparently you have to talk back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this. Date number three is not a bedroom key. Oh. Yeah, I agree. Some no, urban I, I legend agree about, that. yeah. So there was, there. Uh, yeah. Mm. Go ahead. That Was that, is that a rule? Like, I think it's an urban, like, an it's urban... a pop culture kind of thing, mm. you know. Three dates. Three, that's the magic number, I guess. Oh. Yeah. Hello time. Apparently not. Yeah. So guess there's not. there's All 11 right. more, but well, I'll you? Uh, read it yourself. Yeah. So I thought <laughs> it was interesting on the relationship uh, questions that get Googled per state. The 1812 barbecue story started over 20 years ago when Eric and his dad started entering local barbecue competitions for fun. During that time, Eric, a United States Marine, has traveled all over the world picking up flavors and techniques that today is the unique flavor of the award-winning 1812 barbecue. 
He has honed his craft to bring you fall-off-the-bone pulled pork, mouth-watering ribs, and finely crafted beef brisket. Eric has developed his own amazing dry rub and delicious barbecue sauce. And let's not forget the sides. Coleslaw, smoked Gouda mac and cheese, cowboy baked beans, and to top it all off, banana pudding and pecan pie for dessert. Getting hungry yet? Good. Call or email Eric at 1812-BARBECUE and he can make your next catered meal happen. Wedding and graduation parties, family reunions, and other events will be memorable with 1812-BARBECUE. Want to try your own hand at smoking meats? Pick up your own 1812 dry rub and start the journey for yourself. Shipping all over the world, connect with Eric on his Facebook page, Instagram at 1812-BARBECUE, or call 704-604-5148 or email eric at eric.line at 1812barbecue.com, and he'll be glad to help any way he can. Um, all right, so this is the last one I can use. Guys, did you guys watch any of the Oscars this past week? No. No? No. No, nobody. I, I didn't either. Um, but I did come across this article. Actually, my wife came across this article, which I thought was interesting. For nearly two decades, a marketing company, quote, distinctive assets, have put together Everyone Wins nominee gift bags. The gift bag includes over 70 experiences from products from false eyelashes to a 12-day cruise. The gift bag is valued at $78,000. The bags are delivered to nominees of the Best Actor, Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Actress, and Best Director categories. Uh, if they don't take home the uh, uh, the award, they at least have plenty of swag. Sorry, I'm reading the list. <laughs> Guys, and we'll have this article on our links, but y'all, some of the, I mean, there's a lot of things here. First off, a Sonoma Smart Fit Bra. For Best Actor. <laughs> Hey, um, we can't judge now. What, <laughs> what does that even mean? I have no idea. I'm not googling that. No, I'm not either. Um, hey Siri. <laughs> there's a twelve. Separate. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, all right. So that I figured out why we don't give him a mic. Um, a twelve day cruise with scenic luxury cruises. I'm okay with that. I think that'd be okay. A stained glass portrait from John Tommen. Hmm. Uh, okay. Um. A CBD barkeep simple syrup. There's some uh, absinthe on here. You see that? Oh, yeah, there is. I'd probably take that. Um, curly Girly Book Series. Have you guys even... You have daughters? I've never heard of that. Curly Girly. Two tickets to Daybreaker. A one-year membership to Drawing Down the Moon Matchmaking Service. Hmm. The Exploding Kittens Game. Have you guys played that? So many. No, it's, I've been wanting to play something it's, like that. It's a great game, by the way. Um, Hollow Tips Vape Pen, a Hotsy Totsy Bath Bomb, um, a jo- Jonah Howard Home Alpaca Throw. Let's <laughs> see the Muse Personal Meditation Headband. Oh, there, yeah, I see it. I got you now. <laughs> Old Spice Ultra Smooth, and a one year supply of Oxygenation Foundation. Oh, and Petridge Farm dark chocolate Milano cookies. I wonder if Joaquin Phoenix got a <laughs> bunch of milk and cheese in his basket. I see what you did there. Um, guys, how I think I'm going to try to 
contact this group and see if we 3D can 3D put... wellness retreat in Malibu? Like, That's drug detox. <laughs> <laughs> Get it free. <laughs> I think I'm going to call the, these this distinctive assets and see if we can give like some SFP stickers or something like that. Maybe a SFP. Can we just shirt. get one of the bags. <laughs> get the extras. Seventy-eight thousand dollars of just—it looks like junk for the most part. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. It's celebrity junk. Celebrity junk. I don't want. I wouldn't want any of this stuff. I no. don't think. Blush I don't, and Wimsy necklace. Oh, there's some simple. Oh, CBD simple certain things. I think. Uh, yeah. Bliss Light mixer. Galaxy Projector. You might want that. Personal training sessions with celebrity trainer Alexis. I don't even, can't even say the last name. Clossy's Oral Care. <laughs> that sounds gross. Um, Fast Bar Premium Nut. Who bar. is Doctor Constantine Vasukevich? Careful. Is that plastic shirt. surgeon? This is like Russian. Collusion. You get twenty five thousand dollar gift card basically to see what I bet is a plastic surgeon. Oh yeah, I am going to Google this guy. Yeah, probably Nancy Pelosi's personal <laughs> surgeon. <laughs> Some macaroon. I mean, look, listen, you got nominated for best actor, and all you get was a bag of macaroons. Uh, facial artistry, MD. Ooh, artistry. I like it. Surgeon man. to the stars. Uh, producer Brian, do you have any SFP headlines you want to talk about? Let me read over last week's because okay. this week didn't happen. <laughs> Let's see. Up now. Episode number 15 Attack Squirrel. Uh, Indonesia offers a reward for plucking a tire off a giant crocodile's neck. Mm-hmm. The Wienermobile gets grilled by the police. Yep. Uh, avocado crime soars ahead of the American Super Bowl. Uh, Florida troopers find narcotics in a bag labeled bag full of drugs. <laughs> uh, a man's accused of keeping a attack squirrel and has a day in court there. And, uh, for Valentine's Day, uh, the San Antonio Zoo will name a cockroach after your ex and feed it to animals. Y'all. Yeah, for like, like five bucks or something. Five, five or ten dollars. Yeah, or yeah. you can get a mouse. Mm-hmm. The for mouse the snake is ten dollars. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's go into some hot topics brought to you by Hook, Line, and Heroes, 501c3, providing uh, amazing experiences for our vets on the water, providing them with fishing poles and introducing them to a relationship with God. Check out our friends at Hook, Line, and Heroes. Um, this headline, producer Brian, also threw our way. Police owe nothing to a man whose home they blew up. The appeals court says an, ar- an armed shoplifting suspect in Colorado barricaded himself in a stranger's Denver home in June 2015. In an attempt to force the suspect out, law enforcement blew up the walls with explosives, fired tear gas, and drove a military-style armored vehicle through the property's door. After an hour-long siege, the home was left shredded, walls blown out, and windows destroyed. Parts of the interior wood framing was exposed amid a mountain of debris. A federal appears court in Denver ruled this week the homeowner, who had no connection to the suspect, is not entitled to be compensated because the police were acting to preserve the safety of the public. Um, as they go through the article, it turns out the man stole two belts and a shirt from Walmart. I think they're coming in a little hot after that. Um, <laughs> they didn't see that part. <laughs> they, they left the story and he ran to this house, barricaded himself in, and then uh, 
the police decided, hey, we're going we're gonna to ratchet this thing up a, a bit and destroy the home. Um, the lawsuit uh, came to fruition and said that they will not owe him anything. Thoughts? You really want mine? <laughs> I think is this going to end up in a throat punch? Because this is not well, your not for us. Okay, all right. but uh, <laughs> uh, I think we're starting to see this happen a lot more. Um, and this is not first time it's happened. You know, mm-hmm. in Georgia, we had a no knock, uh, no knock uh, raid, no knock warrant raid, uh, where they actually threw in a, a frag grenade and actually into a baby's crib, ended up being the wrong house. Oh no! F- physically injured the baby. And probably traumatized the kid for the rest of his life. Sure. Um, they had to have, you know, facial surgery and things like that due to some of the shrapnel and stuff like that from this frag what? grenade. Yeah. And it, like I said, it ended up being a wrong house. Wrong one. Um, we've seen it several times with property damage with, 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 with cops. And, you know, this kind of goes back to when Robert, uh, Ronald Reagan actually uh, issued, we started demilitarizing some of the military equipment to actually get to our local officers mm-hmm. to actually do this quote unquote war on drugs and et cetera, et cetera. So, um, they're going to use it, but like you said, the guy, the crime really fit what these guys did. Mm-hmm. I mean, come right. on. I mean, you can't tell me there's a cop out there that would, if they really take their job serious as far as to serve and protect mm-hmm. to serve and protect, that they could say, you know what? Yeah, that that justified the guy. You know, guy stole sixteen dollars worth of crap from Walmart, and mm-hmm. we need to go in and tear a house up and not compensate. You can't tell me that there's a cop out there saying, "Oh yeah, we feared for our safety." Yeah, well, they said that the house that destroyed, he was suing for four hundred thousand um, dollars. Well, these pictures are. It looks like a hurricane happened inside the house. Yeah. Or they made like a Michael Bay movie in the house. You know, like, it's, you can't live in there. No, not at all. Um, one thing I did, did you scroll all the way down and see um, what his new house looks like, by the way? He, so he tore the whole thing down. Sure. And then rebuilt it, saying that he couldn't live there. This is um, Florida, right? Yeah, this is Florida. It looks like a Florida house. <laughs> but, yeah. but, like, that went into, hey, buddy, that's a really nice looking house there. But, um, so he's suing for $400,000. Plus twenty eight thousand dollars for his lawyer fees, the city uh, said we'll give you five thousand dollars total. Yeah, what what, so, count, what county was this? Um, uh, please tell up. me Broward. Oh, uh, sorry, Cal- Colorado. Oh, Colorado. Oh, Colorado. 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 Really? Greenwood Village, Colorado. Hmm. I apologize. Yeah, I, I thought this was Florida too. I, I, well, I will fact check next week. I, I don't. I don't like this type of policing. Mm. Um, oh, it's near Denver. Yeah. I, I just think it's detrimental to the community. I think it goes against the principles of actually what police are supposed to, what tax yeah. dollars go yeah. to this. Um, I, I just don't find it productive. That'd be like bringing a fire truck out every time you have a small fire and just going, hey, I tell you what our protocol is. We're going to just go ahead and dump 700,000 gallons of water on your house. But I just have <laughs> if a, you're outside I, smoking. I have a, yeah, I have a small stove fire, mm-hmm. and it's self-contained. I, I, it don't matter. We, our protocol <laughs> is to neutralize the threat. Right. Yeah, the city was saying that basically they're – trying to keep the public safe because he was an armed suspect. So they'll do whatever it takes to get it. He, he was armed, but he stole two cheap-ass belts from Walmart. <laughs> right. and he's armed. I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean. What are you going to do? Yeah. That's $16 for the stuff. I, I tell you what, the justification sometimes for, and I don't want to sound like, look, I respect cops. Mm-hmm. I do. Sure. Um, I, we have several go to church with us. 
respect what they do because what they do not a lot of us can do you know mm-hmm. just like firefighters when, when everyone's running out they're running in you know not everybody can own an xfl team exactly but you know? i do respect that but i think sometimes you know we give them too much justification just because they carry a badge mm-hmm. and they carry a gun and yeah. we, we think that they have the high moral authority and ground that's yeah. not necessarily the case sure. this is exactly a shining example of why you know, uh, of corruption and abuse. Yeah. Not saying all, all cops are. I'm just saying this particular incident, just like the one I mentioned with the, the no-knock warrant raid and it injured a, a child yeah. for life, these these are, you know, this is a abuse of power. You're not playing cops. Like, you're actually doing, you can, you're potentially could be doing years of, or a lifetime of damage. Well, yeah. we're, we're creating war zones. Yeah. This mm. is, the, you know, we're using this equipment that's been demilitarized from, you know, Afghanistan or Iraq or mm-hmm. previous incurments in, or in in other war zones, and all of a sudden we're bringing them back to the city streets and actually creating a new war zone. I mean, yeah, you, the the look on that building it, that looked like something you would have in Afghanistan after yeah. going and and basically clean house. One hundred percent. So, devil's advocate. This is just a counter. Uh, this isn't what I think, but <clears throat> I think what <throat> the city here may think that. If they start compensating people for damage caused by the police, it opens up this whole new can of worms for everything, you know. And that should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think when, as a taxpayer, when I make a stupid decision to not, you know, to to either claim too many independents or do something, I'm going to hide something, I'm going to have to pay for that. You know, if I don't cut my grass and I'm in the area where they have grass laws in the city, I have to pay for that. So, you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I think the city should be held liable for that. I mean, because these are city employees. Sure. That, you know, and I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I'm just I'm, from the other. That's yeah. the way. That's probably their frame of mind. Yeah. On, I, one, on one side of this, we can't pay for any of this because they want to pay for everything. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and But the, the dangerous precedent they're setting is that, especially law enforcement, do what the hell you want to do. We got your back. That's a dangerous precedent. Yeah. I mean, what's going to happen Little girl opens up a lemonade stand without a permit. They're going to go out there and bomb the street. <laughs> I mean. Call SWAT. Yeah. yeah call SWAT. They're going to go out there and frag grenade and, you know, they're going to have a, uh, one of our, you know, uh, Blackhawks come over and you know, do a sweep or something of the street. It, it just don't yeah. make sense. Hookline and Heroes is a 501c3 nonprofit based in Charlotte, North Carolina. Founded in 2017 to show God's love and appreciation for our disabled and PTS military veterans. They provide professionally guided fishing trips to nominated veterans at no cost to the veteran. Hookline and Heroes has provided over 30-plus trips around the Carolinas since their founding, from red fishing down in Charleston to striper fishing on Lake Norman, and even offshore fishing down in Florida. Each trip is a one-on-one experience with a member of the organization aiming to provide a day of fun and relaxation on the water and begin a lifelong relationship with them. Each veteran leaves the day with a fully stocked tackle box, rod and reel, apparel, a Bible, and a daily devotion to kick to kickstart their new hobby and build their relationship with God. Please take the time to visit their website at hooklineandheroes.org to hear and learn more about them. You can help in many ways by nominating a veteran you know through their website, join their monthly giving program, Healing Heroes, or send a one-time personal or corporate donation. You'll also be happy to hear that they are completely volunteer-run and nearly 100% of your donations goes directly towards providing trips for the veterans. Be sure to follow them on Facebook 
Instagram, and LinkedIn to see their veteran stories and to show your support. Well, I just thought that was an interesting thing. Let's um, Maybe we can talk about Trump, the impeachment. I'm very proud of myself. You can't always get what you want. Incredible. Really amazing. Don't be stupid. But if you try some, go on. You might find deal or no deal. I don't wear it too pain. It's my hair. So the impeachment update. Trump has said... Basically, the Democrats uh, are just horrible people. They're corrupt. And the uh, horrible fake news is also corrupt. When he was asked, what did you learn about this impeachment? And now he's just uh, watch, walking away. No problem. As what do you think about the impeachment? Thoughts? I'm just ready for the next one to start. <laughs> it's like season season three of impeachment. Season to start. Yeah. I don't know what the point. Netflix of like, what was the, did anyone think? That it was going to happen. That anyone like outside of that room, on the left side of that well, aisle. You know? I, I think here, here's my here's my my two cents on it. I think you're setting a dangerous precedent with hearsay because you have people that are saying they overheard conversations mm-hmm. from other people, and all of a sudden you're creating indictments. I think you had if you take something that loose and try to apply it, I think you set a dangerous precedent. For the next time, when mm-hmm. you have a, another president from a different party, you, you just set a dangerous precedent. We're going to all of a sudden be in a constant cycle of after elections, you're going to have a series of indictments because the other opposing party and the other, you know, 50 per, or 49% of America that didn't vote for that person is going to be upset. They got to yeah. roll it out for their constituents. I heard, I don't know, but there's hearsay that Epstein said that he didn't kill himself. I, I heard, yeah. So there's that. Yeah, I think like the, for me, just from a the most disappointing thing, and we knew it was going to happen, is everyone just stuck to their party line. Yeah. You know, well, like that's not the point of Congress mm-hmm. to just agree with the president or just back the president. Mm-hmm. It's checks and balances. They're supposed to be yeah holding him accountable. What maybe not up to impeachment, but you, just the fact that they all just stuck to their yeah. I think they stayed in their lane. Uh, they always know? will, but, but the problem is, is they don't want to be held accountable for their actions. Also, mm-hmm. you know. You know, they, they started out as quid pro quo, you know, this for that. Mm-hmm. And they do that all the time. All the time. You drive, you drive through West Virginia, there ain't a road that's not named after Robert Bird. And I guarantee <laughs> he got money because he got, he did, you know, tit for tat. Yeah. There's bridges built to nowhere for, for states and stuff like that where senders bring back cash for their constituents to create jobs or create opportunity or something like that. I guarantee they didn't get that, they didn't get that, that money off just of a hope and a prayer. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got it due to promises and you know if you scratch mine i'll scratch yours mm-hmm. so um we in fact um i think the the telltale of it was when pelosi was holding up the articles of impeachment and not creating to the senate she was asking for certain court rules and senate rules or she wasn't gonna bring it over that's a quid pro quo mm-hmm. i'm not gonna bring this up until you give me exactly what i want yeah hold on it's, yeah at what point do we become like eight year olds? You know, at what like, point will we? What point will humanity rise above to where we can actually? You know what? Let's self govern. We yeah. don't have to have these idiots, and I mean them all. These idiots that we have to give some monica. You know, we have to say, "Oh, I tell you what, we're going to release release my own personal rights to you to give back to me mm-hmm. and tell me what I can and cannot do." Yeah, 
you know, if we want to truly evolve to the next level of humanity, let's get rid of these jokers. Let's self-govern. Let's be self-responsible. Mm-hmm. Drop the safety nets. Oh, Make man. people work hard. That scares me. I mean, but it's that you know we we think we're so enlightened. Listen, yeah. That's the next. That's the next true hope well, of enlightenment. Yeah. Well, I mean, it looks like potentially Bernie's going to be the the guy he's getting. Who on knows? The news. Who knows? With Does that? it even matter who gets it? Well, I think I think Bernie is going to make a big difference. <laughs> I think. Look, I think the dem- the best thing with the Democrat primaries right now, the best way you can describe it is an S show, right? A shift show, right? And a dumpster fire, like yeah. All of a sudden, collide right. together. I mean, it is between them. Not st- have they even figured out the Iowa caucuses yet, or is that still going on? I mean, <laughs> I think Boot Edge has got it. Booty, yeah. And then um, Wolfman, is that what you call? Him? Yeah, yeah. Um, Here's what I love. You, know, you now see this. You see this chime of the Democrat Party where they're like, "We're, we're going to try to do away with electoral college." Mm-hmm. You, you've heard that. We're going right. to buy popular vote. Yeah. Then why the hell do they have delegates? Let the popular vote for the state yeah. rule, and don't worry about dishing out delegates. Yeah. Let's just say I tell you what. Sanders had thirty six thousand votes, and Booty had thirty five thousand votes. Mm-hmm. Guess what? He had thirty six thousand votes. He won that state. Or you know, do it a popular vote. Right. If you, if if you if that's what you want, you think the electoral college is so defunct and and not right for today's mm-hmm. times is what you hear? Then do away with the delegates, and also do away with the super delegates, and do away with the super secret double dog dare uh, mm-hmm. delegates. Delegates. Yeah. I mean, do away with all. Lead yeah. by example. Yeah. But they won't. Uh, I think at some point this will come down. They just can't do the uh, the voting as the same night as they vote for American Idol because then everybody's going to get confused. Well, at least, at least thank God we don't have the bill to call in the call line and vote up to ten times. That would be crazy. <laughs> right. Oh, jeez. Well, at what point are we going to get to that? Because there the will be, well, if you're talking about a evolution, there will be uh, either a phone line or an app or it's something. A Facebook poll. A Facebook poll. Like, there'll be something where it'll be. Hot or not. To like a, <laughs> uh, a tender, a bit tender, tender profile. Just yeah. swipe right or left. Yeah. Uh, it's going to get to that point. And um, it's, I think popular vote, I mean, we put electoral college in for a reason. Popular vote. I don't know. I just don't. Pop- popular vote will be de- determined by the largest cities in America. Right. And that yeah. never will work right. out for everyone else. That would never work out. And I, I think that's a horrible way to the founding fathers realize why we needed the electoral college right off the jump because they saw this happening. So we got to keep it. So if we're so evolved, why do we not get these simple principles that our founding fathers came up with over because we because we we try to convolute them just look every other week we're arguing the second amendment oh mm-hmm. does it mean is this it mean militia does it mean we have to have muskets does it mean we have to have muskets with a bayonet on it well, no the yeah. the second amendment is pretty damn explicit right thou shalt not infringe upon the right to bear arms doesn't mm-hmm. say it was certain specific with a I hunting license this and that yeah yeah i, I shave both my but I, I think, you know, we we try to we try to convolute it. Mm. We we yeah. I mean, how many people go to college every year and get a degree Sorry, in constitutional I just got that law? Joke. That's all. That's <laughs> slow burn. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they specialize in constitutional law. Yeah, there shouldn't be people that specialize in constitutional law. I mean, it's written it was written for a simpletons. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know it. The whole. Just 2020 election is going to be either the best, like, 
punchline. We're waiting for that slow burn punchline mm-hmm. in, in November, or it's going to be like, I tell you what, I need to get an order my 30 day uh, or 30 year freeze dried supply of food. <laughs> Cause you know, it, I think it, <laughs> it's going to say that there's, no, hey, there's buddy, no middle, there's no middle there ground. Is no middle. It is. It, yeah. yeah. It, it's either, I tell you what, we're going to be all right. Or you, know, you might as well go ahead and get your iodine tablets. Cause it, we're going into full nuclear meltdown. Yeah. We're going to be all jumping defense to go to Mexico. So, <laughs> would you? Oh, so, would you rather go to Mexico or Canada? Uh, Mexico, because Mexico has better beer, okay. and then Canada mm. is cold. Well, yeah, cold. Yeah, yeah. I don't do cold. But I, Mexico's but, hot, but Mexico is hot. Well, there's also <laughs> stay, some. Stay on the coast. There's also some hot yeah. Hispanic ladies there too. So, well. There's yeah. also some not hot Hispanic ladies there. Oh, that's okay too. But you, but you know, I, I, I don't like the cold. <laughs> I don't want to be shoveling snow in like June. Mm. You get the, you get that late summer snow or whatever you get there in Canada. So, all right. Well, that's going to sum up our show for the rest of the night. Um, TikTok, we do stuff. I guess. <laughs> well, go ahead and take us out. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Please go to our Facebook page of uh, Southern Fry Philosophy or also our website at southernfryphilosophy.com. Don't forget, if you're listening to this podcast and you have not subscribed, wherever you get your, uh, uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, just go there, hit subscribe, give us a like, a rating, a review. We appreciate those. Also, if you haven't done it yet, sign up to be a registered donor. Uh, you don't need your organs if you kick the bucket. Also, you can be a living donor. There's people out there that need a, a little bit of liver. They need a kidney. Something else maybe you don't need. Mm-hmm. Some some of y'all aren't even using your brains. Maybe you can donate that. <laughs> That's teenagers, I oh, should say. And the DNC. Got it. <laughs> but also, if you haven't have you, if you haven't registered to vote yet, go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some primaries are kicking off in our areas too. So um yeah, just do that. Be a concerned citizen, get out there and vote your feet and hands versus just sitting at home and complaining about it behind your keyboard. Um, hey, we had a group on, on an earlier episode, and I can't remember which one it is, the Free Burma Rangers. Uh, their movie is finally being released. Check it out um, at freeburmarangers.com. You can look to find where that movie is playing in your local theaters. I know here in the Concord area, it will be pay- playing February 24th and 25th uh, at the AMC Theater. So check that out. I'm gonna, uh, We're going uh, to try to to check that out. So um, anyway, Free Burma Rangers, it's it's a looks great like a story, fantastic, great story, great, story, great yeah. film. So we're excited about that. Um, so guys, again, thank you as always. Keep looking up. Uh,